This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And we got a question today, Pastor Michael, from a child about their parent. And it says, the Bible says to obey your parents. But what if I know that my parents are going against the Bible? Awesome question. So, you know, I don't know how old this person is. That could be four. We've had four-year-olds ask questions. Sure. They could be 40, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I want to take a moment. I want to ask this person to give me the benefit of the doubt as I give some maybe intro content. The younger you are, I would say emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, you could be 30 and have the emotional intelligence of a 12-year-old. Gosh, we witness this all the time. You might be 15 in the middle of adolescence. There is a distinction every kid needs to doubly make before they go disobey their parents. Right. And that distinction is this. Is this really a black and white issue or is it a gray cultural issue? Sure. I'll just give a little analogy, right? In in the church, they have these things called worship wars, okay? <laughs> and the old people are like, rock music is a sin, right? Well, no, it's not. That is a preference, okay? Yes. That is a cultural gray issue. Different people have different opinions mm-hmm. on it, et cetera. And the young people are like, all your music is dumb. Well, no, it's not. It's not black and white. Now, on the other hand, if somebody sang a song that said, Jesus is not God, that would be a black and white issue. That be. is completely wrong. And I'm saying this as an illustration because the heart is deceitful above all things, particularly the adolescent heart. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know? Yes. And so just as a warning to the person asking, make sure this is not a cultural issue, but this is a biblical issue. Right. Which brings me to point number two in my thoughts on this is you need to get some counsel. Get some counsel and get some biblical counsel. Somebody that loves you, someone that can give you godly advice based on what the scripture teaches. You know, I'm just thinking, you know, this thing could be as simple as my parents want me to clean my room and make my bed. And I disagree with that. That's a cultural, that's a cultural, personal, preferential. It's not sin. If you go clean your bed and it's not sin. So basically who paid for the bed, the parents who paid for the sheets, the parents who pays for your food, the parents, every time you flush the toilet, who pays the 11 cents per flush, the parents, when you flip the lights on, who pays for it, the parents, you're using their money. Mm-hmm. The lie of living as a child in a parent's home is that I deserve something. Mm. Parents are free to take away, to give, et cetera. Sure. You know, just as a kid, you got to make a clear distinction. The problem is oftentimes as you grow up, things feel like they are black and white. Right. But objectively, when you get some other advice, people will help you see that, okay, This is an area where you just need to suck it up. Every kid who's ever lived has had to suck it up with their mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And that's part of being a kid because, I mean, generationally, most parents are two generations removed from their child, which means culturally they're going to see the world Mm -hmm. just just differently. So just recognize that. Uh, I wish somebody uh, would have sat down with me and helped me understand cultural differences between myself and my parents, how generations think and values, and that would have been really helpful for me. I think a third thing is – just a distinction. Maybe this kid, child, young adult is out of the house. Ooh, yeah. So that changes everything. Yeah. So Tim, talk about the difference between the responsibility of someone living in your parents' house or living 
what's the word I'm looking for? They are, you might live out of their house, but they're paying for your entire lifestyle. Ooh, yeah, right. Maybe you're at college or something else. Yeah, they're paying your college tuition. Yeah. yeah. The difference between being under their financial authority and responsibility versus right. being an adult on your own. How would you dis- how would you differentiate Yeah, the way this? I would distinguish this is if you're in the home or if you're being financially supported by your parents, obedience is at a higher level. Honor is also there. Once a child moves out of the home, the obedience factor may go down because they're now out of their home, out of the parents' home, making their own decisions, making their own choices, but never are they to dishonor their parents. Correct. So honor does not equal obedience. Correct. Right. But when I, and this is, I think, a really important distinction. Like, what if I go to college and my parents are dropping 25K a year and they pay for my car and my insurance and all my clothes and I don't have a job? You're still functionally living under their authority. That's right. And what I always say is if you want their money, you play by their rules. You play by their rules. You follow what their guidelines are. And that would be the obedience side. But once you're free, once you're autonomous from their financial control, you have the freedom to make your own you know, decisions. That's right. And I think that's really important. Now, the person's question, though, is really specific because they're saying, all right, let's just give this person the total benefit of the doubt. The parents are asking the child to sin. Yeah, do That's, something against the Bible. And the child is going to say, no, mom and dad, that is against the Bible. Counsel, obey God rather than men. Yeah, that's the principle that we have being taught by the apostles yep. when they said, hey, we have to obey God first before we obey man. And here were the repercussions. They got beat. Yeah, they got in trouble for and it. And then they were threatened. That's right. So maybe you're in a circumstance and your parents say, do this sin. And you say, I can't. And they say, if you don't, then you'll be grounded for a month. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in you good make com- that choice. You're in mm-hmm. good company because yep. this is what happened to followers of Jesus in the Bible. Oh, and guess what? This is happening all over the world, except they're not getting grounded or having yeah. their first world perks taken away from them. They're having their lives or their limbs or their families threatened or killed or taken right. away. Understand, like your probably American notion of misery is everyone else's in the world's dream come true. That's right. You know, they would love to just have parents who have not been murdered for the sake of Christ. So like right. sometimes we got to give some of this more global perspective to some of these questions. But the apostles said it well, we have to obey God rather than man. So if you tell us to stop preaching the name of Jesus, I think it was Acts 4 or 5. Yeah. If you tell us to stop preaching the name of Jesus, we're going to go door to door we're and we're going to do it. it. And if you want to arrest us, have at it. Your you know, your issues with God, not with us. So And a child needs to do that. If they're living under the roof of the parent, if they are being financially supported by the parent, they have to find a way in which to say those things respectfully and with honor that they disagree with what their parents are asking them to do or with what their parents are doing themselves. And it's like we brought up in yesterday's podcast, First Peter, it is oftentimes the gentle answer, yep. the lifestyle that, that a person is living for Christ that will draw the unbeliever or the one that is going against scripture yep. back to what the biblical principles are. And I want to give a I want to give a really clear distinction between when you give attitude to an authority oh. and when you don't give attitude. Oh, so yeah. if you read Jesus and the apostles, they're constantly being kind of sassy. They're like yeah. they're kind of smart mouths to to certain people. Here sure. here is the distinction. Whenever a religious authority would persecute them, they got really nasty. Jesus would be like, you're Great whitewashed tombs, whatever. It was always religious leaders who claimed to have the edge of truth and yet fought against That's right. Jesus. Okay, 
100% of the time. So when Jesus is talking to Pontius Pilate, super respectful. Definitely different approach. Totally. Same with the apostles. You will notice 100% of the time, that is the distinction. If they're dealing with the Jewish religious leaders, they are really snarky. And when they're dealing with anybody else, they're very honoring and respectful, yes. even if it means getting punished. That right. being said, your parents are not religious leaders. <laughs> <laughs> They so, should be, but they may well, not be. They don't rep. They're not pastors in a church representing right. the extreme hypocrisy of the world. You know, they're, right. you know, Jesus is probably not calling them whitewashed tombs, and yes, and so I would just say that's a really fine distinction. So the posture of the child should always be honor, even in the face of disagreement. Don't read how the apostles and Jesus responded yeah, to the Jewish religious leaders and take that approach. That's a different category, completely. So, like, if for example let's say a liberal church denomination took over the world and in the name of Jesus, they were persecuting evangelicals. I would be snarky to the max. Sure. Okay. Um, but I would not do it with the government. Right. Just a fundamental difference. So my daughter, we were on vacation a month ago or so. And my mom, my mom and dad were there, um, their grandma and grandpa. And, and so my mom, my mom is just a jokester. She likes to tease. And she says, um, you know, so that's I, where you get it from. Oh okay. yeah. All oh, right. Yeah, sure. So when, um, so my mom would be like, Oh, Michael, go do this. And I would say, I'll get to it. And then my mom would joke with my daughter, my five-year-old, now she's six, and say, oh, he, you know, when he was young, he was just so disobedient. And so my daughter would be like, my dad is just so disobedient. He never obeys his Nana. He oh never, <laughs> she, she thought it was hilarious, you know? And she's like, I always obeyed. So, in our, but like as an adult child, you know, like right. I have an obligation to honor my mom and dad. I also... Um, I don't want to think about obedience like I'm mandated to, but like if my mom and dad ask me to do something that's kind and good and reasonable, sure. like I want to go out of my way to do it. Now she's listening to this podcast right now. I mean, she is listening and she's going to be like, she's going to be like, okay, I have a list. <laughs> Pick up the phone when I call, call me back quicker. Right. Mom yeah. got it. Good. Um, so I'll try. It's just really funny. Like even my little, my child gets this, you know, like, yeah. you know, you, when your Nana asks you something, you have to respond, you know, even mm -hmm. as an adult. And so honor, it's just huge. It's awesome. It's good. Yes. So I hope that helps our listener. Uh, again, don't know how old you are place of life. I hope um, you know that we give you the benefit of the doubt and are very excited to uh, see you honor your mom and dad. Well, listeners, we thank you for being here with us today. Come back next time when we answer the question, is it okay to have a Christian tattoo?